Hey now, boys and girls, and there we are. All right. Hey, it's AJ underscore strong. It's Ian Bloggs Hockey and lurking somewhere in the background, the one hockey jerk. Welcome to Teal Town USA after finally getting a victory in the month of December. I got to admit, I'm hyped. I'm jacked. I'm incredibly impressed that we've done this. But before we go any further, as always, do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channels, and man, this texting is just ridiculous over here. <laughs> YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit, and as always, join us in the Discord following every After Dark, pretty much every cast that we do. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for showing up. Uh, initial reactions will go to you first, Ian. Uh, when the Sharks do good, it's good. And tonight, they did good. Hockey jerk. Uh, I, I thought the Sharks, they didn't play a full 60-minute game like Jamie Baker wanted them to, but I would say they played a, mm, we'll say a 49-minute game. Uh, you know, kind of off the rails a little bit there in the third period, but to Ian's point, an overall good game. Good enough to win, obviously. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. Good enough to win. <laughs> All right. So to end a 4-2 win, we got to like it. Aaron Dell, of course, gets the start in this one. Gambrell gets scratched in this one. And a Sharks power play comes into this. One for 32 would finish the night. One for 34. I think we know where that's going. <sighs> oh, by the way, fewest power play goals at this point in the season out of every Sharks team to ever play. Um, I think that says a lot when you consider that... Uh, how many games did the 92-93 Sharks team win? Not very many. <laughs> like 10? 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty bad. Uh, but to get into that, um, early in the first, the Sharks did get their first power play. Not much going on. And here's Hockey Jerk to tell you why the Sharks are 1 for th 33 because they're still employing the umbrella. <laughs> You know what I I similar to the game against the Rangers I thought the Sharks power play deployment I thought it I thought it looked better than it had looked the previous games they actually have guys you know moving their feet I recall one instance I believe Eric Carlson was all the way down in the corner which you know he he can get flashy even down there so didn't go through obviously like how all of us want but I I think the fact that they're trying different things and they're getting guys in motion more I I think it's a sign of hopefully good things to come. And I think it's a step in the right direction. Like, like I've been talking about the last week, just try it. And if it doesn't work, try something else is there's no harm in trying something. And clearly the sharks have done that the last two games. Well, talk about tr uh, trying something, uh, <laughs> about midway through the first, we get hurdle getting on the board for the second straight game and jumbo being like, yep, still got it. That, <laughs> that pass. Yep, for the old man, still got it. Uh, Ian Reid, your thoughts on that first goal and, and how that's going to help the Sharks? Well, I think, you know, the one thing about Joe Thornton is we've all agreed that he's maybe lost a step, but he's also played with inferior talent than he's probably ever played with in his entire time on this team. Um, look, if he's going to be able to do, you know, pretty little passes like that to guys that can finish, and Tomas Hurdle we know can definitely finish, um, good things are going to happen. So um, as skeptical as I was with Jumbo kind of moving up the lineup, um, I, you know, he can still, he can still pass the, can he move as well as he used to? No, but can he still put that bread on the biscuit? Yep. Butter on the biscuit. He can, he can, he can still pass it through just things that he shouldn't be able to pass through. I mean, that pass was 
pretty straightforward, but we've seen him, you know, we've seen him make passes that just no one should make. And when you have people on the other end that can finish them, like I said, good things are going to happen. Yeah, I got to say, when you said put bread on the biscuit, I was like, yeah, I was, like, yeah. I was like, what are you going? What are you doing, Ian? Well, no, honestly, in my mind, I'm going, what kind of weird Canadian concoctions are you eating <laughs> up there? <laughs> so uh, a little later in this one, the Sharks, for the second straight game, would pick up a delay of game penalty and then kill it and then pick up another one. Three delay of games in the last two games. Oh, my God. Stop it with the lazy penalties already. I mean, granted. The Sharks, uh, if I remember correctly, only took uh, three penalties tonight, but at least they're not hooking and slashing and no, those variety. Like I feel like a delay of game, uh, too many men. You can work; those are things you can work on. Like focus a little harder, whatever. Uh, so now, <laughs> midway through the second, oh my lord, Timo gets the second goal of the game, and this, what a feed. What if I, I want to say that was uh, was that LeBanc or Carlson that fed that? I want to say it was Carlson. Uh, you'd be correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So I mean, great snipe shot, beautiful, nice job from Timo. Um, so you think now at this point, okay? Uh, and I'm sorry, I said second period. I meant beginning of the third. But uh, third period, you got to figure. Okay, a two goal lead now. We might actually get a win in December, right, Jerk? Uh, I. Uh, I was really hoping I was feeling good, you know, uh, obviously right before that Carlson, you know, kind of blows a tire there in the zone and gives it away, uh, twice. But then, you know, what really, what really buttered my toast was that he was able to, to come back and, you know, throw a really nice pass up the gut to, uh, to Meyer. And, and that's, you know, that's the kind of like dynamic, like stretching offense that we need to see from the sharks and and i'm hoping i'm hoping that a we see it more but that b you know individual players can kind of make up for their mistakes the way carlson did in that instance and hopefully capitalize on some positivity so that one buttered your toast uh if you guys couldn't if you could you know knock off the food thing it's starting to make me a little hungry uh (laughs) i'll tell you though in the second (laughs) what really popped my tart was uh this stiff arm the stiff arm from dilly Dude, just grabbing full shield and look at the look on his face, man. <laughs> a little, maybe even a little thumb in there. Which, look, I'm not a fan of. You know, it's it's very Marchand, but uh, either way, just kind of, I don't know. It just seems like a lot it's of. It's not fun. Dilly's fault that that guy's arms are clearly shorter than his. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Uh, Vertanen would make it uh, interesting. Make it a two-one game. And uh, this one, I don't know about you boys. I kind of go, you know what? Dell played a good game, but he's got to have that. Yep. Yeah, that's the same situation to the, uh, I want to say it was the first Panarin goal where he kind of gives away certain pockets of the net while also exposing the five hole. And to the shooter's credit, they took advantage of it. But whether it's Dell or Jones or any goalie, you can't, when when someone's in that tight, you can't afford to show them any pocket of the net, and yeah, that's what happened there. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's a really nice shot, like the between the pad and the glove. That's that's always a that's a shooter shot, but still, yeah, Dell needs to Dell needs to have that. And the other thing too is when you look at this breakout, mm-hmm. do the sharks get like caught on a bad change here or something? Because I don't know. You I see, think or, what happened or not was, a late change, but Vancouver makes a switch in the background and they don't pick up the trailer. 
Well, the problem is, is you've got two. You got Heed and and I, I can't tell which forward is this. Maybe Sorensen taking the one guy. So when you do, when you take, when you have two players taking the one guy like they do, that's obviously gonna leave. You know, there, that leaves an open guy on the ice. So by the time Heed's able to re-engage, you know, Ferraro's basically dealing with the two-on-one, and uh, you know, I think he tried to take the pass. You, what do you do? Yeah, certainly, certainly doesn't help too that on that is. I mean, to Ferraro's credit, he probably played that two on one as best as he could. But if you notice in that first gift, he also kind of blows the tire right there at the yeah. end, and Vertanen just takes a shot. You'll notice it right <laughs> there. Yeah, a little bit just of one, but of... I still go back to the fact that boy, that's one Dell probably needs to have. Yeah, that one, uh, that one does not steam my broccoli. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Christ, we're just going to keep going with this. Oh, my God. So uh, it would take Kane a couple tries, but he was able to uh, get the Sharks back to 3-1, to one, but then Bo Horvat would make things interesting. Uh, finally, Logan Couture puts the icing on the cake. I mean, if we're going to keep going with the food thing. Uh, and this one's over. 4-2. Boogie finally gets a win. And, of course, the question that we're going to hear from everybody to start this is who starts the next game, which is coming up on Tuesday versus Jerks Yotes. Arendelle. Arendelle. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if Boogie, if Boogie was willing to make an example out of Jones against – a team the the Sharks are competing with on a national stage uh, on Hockey Night in Canada. I mean, why not on a random Tuesday against a team who's way ahead of you? Yeah, true that. Uh, the other thing I'm not a big fan of is I did think there was a lot of defensive lapses tonight, particularly in the second. Um, Burns still not having a game that we can look at and go, you know what, quality, you know, quality shifts tonight. But we saw another defensive starfish tonight. I thought I thought you know in the third period though I thought Burns actually made some just routine defensive plays in front of the net that he just hasn't made all year. So um well it wasn't an, it wasn't an even game for for Burns tonight. I thought you know there was some improvement in like where in previous games instead of you know there's the one play where he kind of just you know took the puck in front of the net and just got it out of there um in previous games before the coaching change, he would have been basically sitting on Jones and not doing anything and yes. just being more of a, more of a hindrance than anything else. And I thought, you know, not, I'm not saying like, you know, start shining up the Norris for him or anything, but I thought in the <laughs> third, I thought in the third period, you know, when, when the Canucks were coming, I thought he made a couple of plays that, you know, and just simple plays. And, and it's, that's the frustrating thing, right? Because it's the simple plays that have, victimize this team over and over again and I'll give Burns his due I thought there was you know well well it wasn't an even game for him I thought when the game you know was the chips were really down the game was on the line he made some pretty good plays well the one thing that does also stand out for me tonight is it's yet the third straight game where the Sharks haven't reached 30 on the shots on goal counter and the other issue being is that they continue to be outshot in the second period I don't know if it's the long change that is yeah. getting to them, but this is is becoming a constant. Uh, it's a little annoying. And what's funny is like tonight, it was the inverse of the Sharks a couple nights ago with New York where 
Vancouver was down in the third. And so what did they do? They doubled the shots on goal that the Sharks had tonight. Remember two nights ago? The Sharks had two. Two shots on goal in the third period, even though they were down. It's you do do be best, be better, play that much better. Uh, the other thing we got, of course, got to note: this was Vlasic's one thousandth game. For those of you who are interested in being part of the ceremony, when it's actually acknowledged on the ice, where he's presented with the stick and the whole. Pa- uh, pageantry and ceremony, if you will, that will be on February 1st versus Tampa Bay. And there you go. Uh, another thing I thought was good, Vancouver leads the league in drawing penalties. And the Sharks didn't take a whole lot of penalties tonight, which, as we'd seen for the previous, the, the, those losses in December yeah. was kind of a problem. Only three power plays tonight. And again, two of those, lazy, delay of game. So. Yeah, good job, and take give it to Vancouver as well. You know they got the fourth power play in the league. So, mm-hmm. where do we go from here, boys? Uh, the the next three are tough. Arizona leading the Pacific, uh, although they did lose earlier tonight. Uh, St. Louis and then Vegas. I mean, uh, hockey jerk. It's you know coming up against your Yotes. What do they got to do? Uh, besides start Dell. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and uh, just to kind of jump onto that real quick, Kevin Kurz, one minute ago on Twitter, friend of the show, says Bugner says Dell has earned another start next game Tuesday for Arizona. So looks like go. Dell might get two in a row. There you go. Um, against... Can he also bring his sick black pads to that one too? I hope so. Seriously, those are sick. Even he got the stick to match it too. Uh, I'm 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 sure that I'm sure that whipped Ian's cream really well. Yes, um, it did. but <laughs> but <laughs> but I I think with with the Sharks, what they need to do look with Arizona as good a team as they've been really all season, they struggle to score. And I think if you can keep them off the score sheet, you're probably going to have a good chance to win this game. And it's just a matter of from a Sharks perspective, obviously taking advantage of the chances that you do get. And then, you know, making sure your penalty kill, making sure your defense and everything, making sure it's just all tightened up. And, um, you know, to Ian's point earlier, I thought everything for the most part was pretty tightened up on the defensive side of the puck. There were, there were a couple instances where I'm just watching burns and I don't even say anything anymore because I'm like, yeah, it's expected. But you know, for the most part, everything was tightened up. And I think to beat Arizona, you just got to do that again because the sharks should be able to take advantage of the fact that, that they can't, that they haven't been scoring a whole lot of goals lately. But I mean, if they get Taylor hall, that all changes, right? Oh, oh don't even say that. Yeah. Calm <laughs> down, bro. Put that evil in the air. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I, was gonna say, I just wanted to, to comment on something Jerk was saying there. I mean, it, it's it's an interesting conundrum, right? Because we're seeing how they do want to kind of stretch out the play a little bit more from the defense, which is obviously you miss one of those passes and it's going to go the other way. Like, it's it's an interesting conundrum where you're trying to tighten up the defense, but you're also trying to trying to stretch out the game coming out of your own end. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how Bugner is able to kind of refine that so because i i feel like you're, you're trying to accomplish one thing but you're also kind of doing another thing that's kind of counterintuitive so mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see how he is able to get that tightened up uh him and rice Sommer obviously being the defensive coach true that uh we know that uh hockey jerk is keeping an eye on the twitter machine for the for the quotes and everything like that uh but so Bugner basically says it's Dell's net for now. Jones will work a few days with Navi. 
We talked about this after the New York game, but this is kind of key because they finished tonight. Between tonight and next Saturday, it's only two games. Play on Tuesday, then you got a couple extra days off to work on some stuff. Hopefully they will. Maybe one thing that they'll be working on is face-offs for the second straight game. They got pretty much owned in the face-off circle as well, not able to get over 40%. They're really because I, I think a big part of that problem is is the one problem with taking Thornton off the third line is you're going to start losing more draws. Mm-hmm. No, like, that's, that's what just, I was going to bring up. Plus, you got Gregor in there tonight, and maybe he needs a little more refinement or, or work on that. So, and it's it's hard to win draws when you know you you take two of your best centermen and you put them on a line. Like as far as faceoffs go. Yeah, and, and Hurdle, from what I remember, was, you know, he was doing pretty well. I think he was just over 50%. So, I don't know. You, I mean, I'm yeah. sure you could put Hurdle in that situation. But, I mean, come on. It's Joe freaking Thornton. Well, yeah. and, and and even then, I'm looking now at the stats that you mentioned that, uh, AJ. Uh, Thornton was 50% on the faceoff tonight. And Hurdle was 18%, which is, oof. oof. That's brutal. Especially uh, when, especially when you consider Hurdles probably the best faceoff guy in the team. So, yeah, no doubt. Uh, Shang also. I don't think everything's right there. Like, I still don't like. I think he's getting better, and I think he's probably, but I don't. I still don't think he's anywhere near hundred percent. No, ankle's that's not good. That's a guy who's really going to welcome the few days off for the holidays. Uh, Shang also letting us know that after the horn, Vlasic went and grabbed the puck. Now, you would think it would be like, hey, it's from my thousandth game. But no, that was to give to uh, the coach for his first win as the Sharks head coach. Which I'm sure nice he'll put, put right next to his puck from his first win with Florida and so on and so forth. <laughs> it, it's what you do, people. It's what you do. Yeah. A crim- criminally, criminally underrated nice guy is is Mark Edward Vlasic. Criminally underrated nice guy. He, so, I don't think he's, I don't think he's ever called Bob Bugner uh, an an expletive face. We'll say <laughs> f face. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's look. The past few shows, whether it's been here or the Pucknologist, I have given Ek sixty five his due. Jerk and I have talked many a time say he's been the best player the Sharks have had over the last six weeks. Now, that said, he was a bit of a turnover machine tonight. It happens. Uh, you had this one going into the corner, kicking it out blindly, and putting it right on a Canuck stick. Thank God Dell was there to flash it like Nabby used to. But I look at that one and I'm like... I think there are better options there. Maybe put it behind the net, rim it around. And then secondly, we see him just backhand straight across through the slot. Now, obviously he was going for Vlasic, but... uh, The second one I find is a lot more unforgivable than the first one. The first one I thought the the commentary... The commentary I thought explained that one pretty well. When he's going into the corner, Couture still has his stick, so he's looking for Couture. I mean, that's that's the play. We see this play a lot from the Sharks, especially in the last two games. It's it's the quick pass and, and you go the other way. Um, the second one, that one's a little more suspect. Obviously, he needs to make sure that Vlasic's ready to take that puck. Vlasic's not really ready to take that puck. Um, I think it's just, it's just a miscue on both of their parts. But yeah, you, that's a scary one because well, see, I look obviously at this look, if- they haven't gotten any... The thing that I have a problem with on this is that if Carlson just, if he puts it behind the net, 
No harm, no foul. Yeah, but that's that's exactly. Well, and that's the point I was going to make because to Ian's credit, he, he, you know, you point out, you know, Vlasic's not ready for the pass. I think if if, if say things go a little differently there, I, I imagine Vlasic pivots and then it's an easy pass to him, no problem. But I think as Eric Carlson, I think you need to look up before you're going to make the pass and yeah. you realize Vlasic's not ready. And then that's yeah. to your point, AJ, either throw it behind the net to give Vlasic time to spin or pivot yourself and then maybe make a forward pass up to one of your forwards. Yeah. Cause that the play there is obviously it's supposed to go to Vlasic and then it's supposed to go up. Yeah. But I hear yeah, that word. immediately go the other way. And that's like, but, that's the plan under, that's what we've seen a lot of under Bugner so far is that, you know, one pass, pass out, one pass, pass out. And if I can, you know, if I can continue to be his defender for just a hot second, I mean, only two giveaways in a 60 minute effort. I mean, that's going to happen more often than not. Like I, I feel like you could pick out anybody else from tonight and you could probably find at least one or two giveaways on their part as well. Maybe not as egregious, but still giveaways nonetheless. Yes. But again, I, it goes back to the point of when everything is going to be magnified when you're a highest paid defenseman in the league. That's all. That's the only point. Um, and then I hear the word pivot, and all I can think of is Ross and friends and pivot. But anyway, if you know, you know, people. Uh, one thing I want to get to <laughs> is we were told that uh, earlier today on Twitter, we were told that if it was me and Jerk on here tonight, that somebody was going to be donating significant ducats on the Super Chat. I've yet to <laughs> see one. I'm just saying, just calling it out there. Did I screw it up? But, no, no. But I'm just saying, you know. Anyway, be a man of your word, people. <laughs> so uh anything like kind of final things for this one tonight guys anything that really sticks out that you're kind of either that you saw and you were just kind of hey you know what they're they're that's better like it's trending in the right direction or you're sitting there going because i'll tell you for me it's like i'm still seeing some defensive lapses particularly in the second period like i said earlier Still have issues with this uh, umbrella on the power play that's insanely predictable. Things those need to be looked at. Is it though? Because like I find like it's 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 still going to be somewhat predictable. But I mean like you you've seen a lot like compared to where the shots normally come. Like you're still getting a lot of more in close shots on the power play. I find which under Peter DeBoer it was point shots or get the fuck out. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that was it. Like if you weren't shooting from the point, you weren't shooting on the power play. Whereas I feel like. One of the things that I do like is we're starting to see shots. You're seeing the defenseman kind of, you know, get up into the play a little bit more, a little bit more flexibility to move it around. They're not just one point, other point, you know, point, 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 shoot. Maybe get a deflection for a deflection guy who's no longer on the team. I mean, there's definitely work to be done, but I do like some of the changes so far. Jerk? Yeah, no, I, I agree with Ian, and I talked about it earlier. You know, the the power play it, it, and really everything in general, it seems like it has a lot more urgency, um, which is obviously nice, especially, thankfully the Sharks weren't in this position tonight, but especially when you're losing, urgency is good. Uh, and then to see, I mean, my one complaint, and I will give you, give you props for this one, AJ, mentioning how the umbrella was a little sus tonight. <laughs> I'm, it, it's tough because I, I, I like having Eric Carlson down kind of on that flank a little bit lower like he was tonight but i also like having eric carlson in the umbrella wow okay uh, you'll see it in a sec uh i like having eric carlson in the umbrella spot as well because he's 
he's much more mobile than Brent Burns is. I saw one Correct. instant. I saw one instant in the first period where you had Brent Burns in the umbrella, and that puck is is like slowly like staggering out of the zone, and Burns is like barely there. And I'm like, oh boy. Like, and I think um, when we saw the limited times tonight where your two D men were Eric Carlson and Tim Heed, I thought that was a very effective D pair on the power play. And I just want to say too, AJ, we talked. When DeBoer got fired, we said, "I bet Tim Heed is is happy, is happy as clams." I, I, I bet his, I bet his his corn is popped, and you know what? He's probably had the most urgency the last two games. I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but I think I think Heed has really came to play the last two he, games. Oh, he actually dude. had ice time. Yeah, his, yeah, <laughs> dude, his noodle was baked on that. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> Mike Meyer, thank you so much for the four ninety nine yes, for you. the th- and uh, not to be outdone, just another Randy G dropping the mic in front of Michael saying, "Hey, <laughs> it wasn't me, but does this count as <clears throat> major ducats? Yes, yes, yes it does. Thank you for setting the bar that high. Oh, and we're coming back around, Steve Cropper. I got your super chat right here. Keep up the good work, Jensen. We appreciate it. Oh boy, and we love this. Oh wait, wait, what, what? Un- um susbrella. Uh oh. Yes, unsusbrella. <laughs> you better write that one down, Jerk. <laughs> I, I feel like you know what though, like I there's 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 gonna be some things, but I mean obviously like there's there's gonna be an adjustment here too, right? Like and the the one thing that's gonna be interesting to see what the sharks do is when things stop working or things aren't working, you know, do they keep doing what what uh, I almost said DeBoer, what Boogie tells them and do they go back to what they know? And I think that's going to be the really interesting thing to watch going forward is, is if things start really going off the rails in a game and I, you know, um, kind of like they did against range, you know, do they do, do they keep doing the things that obviously we've seen so far from the last two games, just little subtle differences in the game, or do they go back to what they know? And I think that's going to be the, the really, really tricky part going forward for the team. Okay. I want to call in one thing here. And unfortunately I thought, I thought that I had um, set this up uh, prior to the show. Unfortunately I didn't. So you're going to have to forgive me uh, because I'm going to have to drop this in and it's not going to be, Pretty to start off with, but hey, we do what we can to, well, let's just say, uh, drive a point home. So let me just, all I want to do is call out this play here. And if I can just bring it back. So this is the hurdle goal from a different, uh, a, a different perspective, different camera angle. Uh, you see Myers out there in front, knees bent. Mm-hmm. You got th- you know, hurdle up at the dot. He's coming back around. You see Thornton eyeballing everything. And for some reason, I don't know if Myers has narcolepsy. He just says, uh, you know what? It's just a really good time to take a nap right here. I just got a big kick out of that. <laughs> He's like, you hey. know what? And I'm really tired, so I'm just going to lay down right there. <laughs> well, and, and, and you know what? It, it, show, it, shows that, uh, it shows that Starfish defensive posture is not exclusive to the Sharks. <laughs> right? There you go. They, they may own the trademark. Not exclusive. Oh, Jessica, <laughs> thank you so much. College student on a budget, still want to contribute. Feels Been nice there. to finally have a win, and Hockey Jerk is a favorite. Oh, that is awesome. Hey, you know what? I aim to please, all right? I, we, we all we appreciate it. Um, one thing I, I wanted to mention before we get off from this game, and Ian and I talked about this last game, but did anyone else feel like Joachim Blickfeld was just a little out to lunch tonight? 
Like uh, with the exception he, of handing off his stick to Burns, mm, yeah, I think that was like a, the one good thing I think he did. Uh, he might be a little out of his depth or a little, um, shall we say, uh, you know, kind of feeling the moment. Yeah, you want to see a little bit more from Blickfeld, I think. I mean, uh, you you know, you look at he he managed to get another game in, but I don't I don't know how many more of these games he can have, especially when you're pulling guys like Gambrell out. I don't think Gambrell had a great game against the Rangers. Don't get me wrong, but um, when you're pulling, you know, when you when you're seeing people getting pulled out of the lineup like that, I just I don't know how many more games Blickfeld's going to get if he can't seem just get something going. Um, I don't think I don't want to say he's been bad. He's just but it's been very unmemorable, very you can you know, he's just a guy right now, as I like to say. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) Chris in the super chat. Thank you for the donation. 69 viewers right now. Nice. Uh, Nice. How do do we not have 69 thumbs up at this point? (laughs) Uh, So want to let everybody know now that Brody and Hanner are off the air Thank you very much for watching us. We go live after every single game. As always, follow us on the social media, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit. We're on all of them. Also doing some groovy, fun things on Discord. And another reminder, if you are on iTunes, trying to help our profile there, so we would really appreciate a nice, cool, solid review with the five stars. Help spread the word get the program out to everybody. So moving forward, I think we talked about this after the Rangers game. So you got seven at home. Yeah, I can count. Seven at home right now, one and one. They won the one that mattered, though. I mean, this is the division game. Like, I would much rather them win this game than the game against the Rangers because this is the one that mattered. Uh Yeah, but the things that – what sucks, though, is that three of the next four – no, I'm sorry – yeah, no, 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 I was right. Three of the next four are in division, and the one that's yep. outside of the division is against St. Louis, so it's not getting any easier. No. So I think that I think the Sharks need to I think the the Sharks need to beat St. Louis from a um from a moral perspective and moral victory because you know, St. Louis had their way with the Sharks last spring, and and I imagine the Sharks won't. I mean, I hope the Sharks wouldn't take too kindly to that. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, there's just no crapping way that we don't get someone from our buddies at Let's Go Blues Radio on for the post game for that. That should be fun. No way, Jeff or Chris doesn't come on. But we might have to get Chris JWS to make an appearance <laughs> just so we can get a little beer talk into that one. That would be fun. Uh, so real quick, earlier tonight, or I shouldn't say earlier tonight, earlier today at SAP Center, there was another game hosted by the Ooh, Barracuda. Oh, versus the Stockton Heat. Uh, we did see a goal from Latunov and Chekovic. Sasha and oh, recently waved Rod Deal <laughs> gets an assist. Trevor Carrick finally gets an assist. Up to up until today, every every point that Carrick had was a goal. <laughs> God, that's the worst. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> know, he finally gets his first assist, and uh, you're tanking. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt, right? Uh, your Tynkin gets his sixth assist, so at least you had that. But Barracuda did ultimately fall three to two today against Stockton. That kind of sucks. But you know what? 
the Barracuda have another opportunity tomorrow in Stockton to try to get one back. So uh, if you're in the neck, that neck of the woods, by all means, go catch some heat Barracuda up in Stockton. I want to. I want to take a. Uh, Sleepy had a question here from Pashalka. Bugner said Aaron Dell will start Tuesday, giving Martin Jones time to work with Nabokov. So Dell has already learned much from Navi. I don't know if it's so much, like, you know, oh well, he's you know, Dell's the finished product here. I think really for the <laughs> Sharks, what you need to do at this point is, I mean, obviously, look at you're in a hole, so results do matter, but so does the process. And I think right now, what Bugner is trying to do is he's trying to give everyone a clean sheet of ice. And the way that he's looks like he's going to do it. And that's, that's the way that I would do it at this point, especially with the way Martin Jones has played. Martin Jones hasn't played like a starter in some time. So win and you're in, right? Yeah, well, that and Dell has a familiarity with Navi that Jones doesn't. Sure. But I mean, from forever ago, I mean, it's not like, I, I don't think Look, it's both like of our saying, goalies suck, dude. I know. they. Suck. <laughs> I know. Well, what I know. are you going to do? I, no, I, I think it's more, it's, it's, I don't think it's, that saying that like Dell is, you know, Dell is now the master and Jones is the student. It's not. It's just. Oh, we're, we're staying with the Star Wars game. thing, are we? Yes. Yes. We're staying with Star Wars thing. <laughs> the apprentice so, and the master. The master. <laughs> yes. No. I, Del, Dell isn't the master. They're both Padawans. They got to they gotta oh, work Jesus their way. But, but you know, Dell had a good game tonight. Jones didn't have a good game against New York. Dell gets another start. I win and you're in, man. That's the way it should be right now because, yeah, the Sharks need to worry about results because, look it, they, you know, this isn't a tomorrow team, a rebuild on the fly, whatever the hell they're going to try and shovel down our throats at the end of the year. Um, but you got to, you know, you got to, you have to have a process at some point too. And I think Dell, you know, or, or Bugner giving everyone, like you said, a clean sheet of ice. Look at Tim Heed played over, I think, well over 10 minutes tonight, didn't he? He played uh, 14. 14 minutes for, for, you know, like this is what you're going to see. And this, you know, this is just as important as the end result. Obviously, you need some wins, but you got to, you know, you got to, you got to, you also have a process and you got to have a process that the guys are going to respect. And this is the only way you can do that. Yeah. And any man saying from Pang that uh, Bugner says this is a competition. Both guys are good goalies. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jones, <laughs> Jonesy's going to get a chance here to work with Navi for a few days, and Deller goes in the next game. So uh should be uh, fun versus your Yotes. Yeah, and I and I, I I think this is a this is a pivotal time for the Pivot. for the Sharks because, <laughs> because so to, if for those listening live today is obviously Saturday. The next game the Sharks plays not till Tuesday, and then after that they're not on until next Saturday. So yeah. the Sharks are going to have plenty of time to you know reset. It is Christmas time. Maybe bake some cookies. You know, open a open a cheat gift before Christmas Day, <laughs> and you know just kind of reset because even. Going back to the the previous homestand, and then they were right out on the road. They've been like go 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 for like the last month, you know. So it'll be nice for them to to just relax and 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 chill out. I wouldn't be surprised. Obviously, tomorrow is the day after a game. They're not going to have practice. I wouldn't be surprised if they have like an optional day Monday as well, just to kind of get everybody refreshed. Mm -hmm. Could be, but also remember we we sit there and talk about well they play Tuesday, then they're off until the following Saturday, but. Remember, it's Saturday, and then they play again the next day. And St. Louis and Vegas. Back to work. Yeah, back-to-backs. Yeah, back. so it'll be interesting to see, uh, depending – say that Dell picks up the victory versus Arizona. Say he picks up a victory versus St. Louis. 
does he automatically get the call versus Vegas the following day? I would. I mean, you've earned the equity at that point, no? Well, and the only reason why I bring it up is because if I remember correctly, Pierre Lebron had an interesting article in the last week or so in The Athletic talking about that coaches need to let go of this whole back-to-back issue with goalie starts. Like, if a guy's playing well, keep him in. The fact that there's a back-to-back, who cares? I I, I think... On, on the fact alone that the last time the Sharks played Vegas, Dell was in net and only let in one goal and held the team in it a lot of time. I think on that principle alone, you give Dell the Vegas game. Yeah. Oh, dude, Shane Pig. Vlasic had us in stitches on picking up the game puck. It was for Bob. I'll just pick up a random puck, tell everybody it was the thousandth game. No one will know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> dude, ugh, I love Vlasic so much. Oh, it, it, pretty good. Uh, all right, so let's move on to what happened around the NHL. Uh, Laurel, if we could uh, have the um, the text intro, please, because, you know, we don't have the video here. But let's have the common courtesy to give them a reach around, people. Every team in the Pacific, except for the Sharks, lost tonight. <laughs> so this, this was the time to make up some ground. Uh, So luckily that the Sharks did get a victory. Uh, Ottawa wins in overtime over the Blue Jackets. Uh, Sure. Uh, Declare Declare got a hat trick. Oh, good for you. Uh, Islanders win in overtime over the Sabres. Um, Let's see. 4-3. The Ducks beat the Rangers. Jesus Christ. The Rangers beat the Sharks, but then they... uh, Really? Come on. Well, and and just real quick on that one. So, game against the Sharks, Zibanejad had two goals. Today against the Ducks, (laughs) Zibanejad had two goals. I'm not saying I have his jersey for a reason, but... (laughs) (laughs) Well, dude, what is it? In in two games, Zibanejad has four goals, and Panarin has four goals. Martin Jones, John Gibson. Gibson. <laughs> Martin Jones, John Gibson. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, the Flames, who were on fire for a while, no pun intended, uh, got stunned at home by the Canes. Uh, wow. Reimer, Optimus Prime, former Shark, getting the win in that one. But, boy, you, I don't know. Uh, Jerk, do you love to see it when the Flames get shut out? Oh, of course. I mean, anytime a division rival gets dummied like that, you're happy to see it. But especially yes. Cal, especially Calgary. I mean, it's it's Saturday, and they didn't even wear their beautiful third jerseys. So what the hell? They should okay. lose on that principle alone. <laughs> uh, the Predators lost four to one again. Continuing the uh, thing of any team that beats the Sharks will lose their next game or two. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, and Pavelski doesn't factor in. What are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> Maple Leafs beat the Oilers 4-1. to one. So it's another one telling you, man, uh, dude, how did all these specific teams lose tonight? Uh, of note in this one, Kerfoot. Uh, I'm sure there was a lot of uh, jerseys in, in the audience for that one. <laughs> On that score. As long Uh, as they were signed. Right. Uh, Minnesota Wild beat the Flyers. That's kind of a stunner to me a little bit. But uh, 4-1. Wild's been on quite the run. for. I mean, they're not on a super run. They're still, I believe, they're still out of the playoffs. But, um, I mean, they've definitely picked up some wins, though. Uh, 
It's and been got out of the absolute basement, so that's good for that. <laughs> Congratulations, Minnesota Wild. You're not Detroit. Right. Uh, Alex Stalock, former Shark, getting the win in that one. Uh, dude, and then, hello, don't make fun of Detroit. They got another goddamn win over the Canadians. Is that like the first time this entire season Detroit's won two games in a row? <laughs> it, like, it, well, it, it, it means that in their last 14 games, they're 2-12. and 12. Jesus Christ! Dude. Are they just are they just like uh, tired of being used as a meme? Like they're just okay. We're tired of seeing coaches get fired, so we're going to win a few here and like flip the script. <laughs> is that what it is? Well, I I think the fact that they they haven't hit double digits in wins yet, so I think they wanted to at least secure that before they just full <laughs> sail tear it up. I think too. I mean, like we and we've look at we've watched the Sharks in better years play down to an opponent. Oh. Uh, and look at when you have a team that's like, you know, like Dirk says, in single digit wins, it's easy to not get up for that game. And it's easy to get your lunch fed to you because of it. Yeah. Trap game. Hashtag. I believe, uh, the, I believe the phrase is you show up, you take two points and you uh, get out. Right. And didn't happen tonight. Yeah. Caps over Lightning 5-2. Bruins over Panthers 4-2. And I will not be pronouncing the name of the Panthers goalie. Deal with it. Uh, Pasta puts up another two goals. Dear Lord, is that kid just going to win every trophy? Uh, Penguins beat the Kings in the shootout. Man, what happened to the Penguins? Anyway, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> ma- I'm not mad. I'm just saying, I'm not mad. Uh, dude, the Blues four three over the Blackhawks. Are the Blackhawks starting to play a little more like better hockey? Sod with two goals. Bozak with two goals. And then the one that Jerk is going to tell you all about and explain how the F his Yotes lost to New Jersey at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it's it's like I said earlier, the, coyote, the Coyotes, as well as they've been playing, they struggle to score goals a lot of the time. Yeah. So if you can exploit that, two goals will get it done. When most of the time you need three or four to even be in overtime, as we've seen lately. So... um you know, I'm. I, I I wonder if Taylor Hall will just stay in Arizona as the New Jersey Devils leave. I mean, <laughs> f you. I mean, they <laughs> f la- you. Last night they played Colorado, who's the other alleged front runner, and they didn't leave him there. So <laughs> maybe maybe this is it. Held out of both, right? Um. So I like this from any man. What will Vlasic's teammates? teammates get him as a gift for his thousandth nhl game uh i'm sure it's a good one coming first d man to do it so it should be extra special okay look for the thousandth game who was it was it marlo i forget who who was it that got like the ridiculously huge like elephant tusk or whatever the hell it was Gumbo. that was, was thornton that, that was thornton okay i don't even know what the hell that signified uh dude if they don't just straight up bring out a puppy a new puppy for Vlasic. <laughs> I mean, come on. Give it, you know, and you name him Grand, you know, for a thousand or something. Oh. <laughs> come on. Give Vlasic a puppy. You heard it here first, folks. If they don't give him a puppy, there, there's, there's just something smells rotten in Denmark. I'm just saying. So with that, uh, I think we're probably going to wrap things up here. Sharks are victorious, 4-2. to Finally get a win in the month of December. Get Bugner his first win as the San Jose Sharks head coach. And uh, we move on, ladies and gentlemen. These guys have their work cut out in front of them. Five more at home before 
heading out to Detroit to spend New Year's Eve in uh, the, what, murder capital of the world? (laughs) 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 I don't know. Uh, So, as always, follow us on the social media. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow on Twitter and Instagram. Like us on Facebook. Check us out on Reddit. Again, if you're part of the Discord, we usually go hang out there and wind down after a show. So if you'd like to join us and get into other things, whether it's uh, buttering a biscuit, baking a noodle, or popping a tart, we're there to help you put the icing on the cake after uh, every single game. So again, oh, as always, iTunes. Throw us some five stars. We're trying to build up our iTunes a little bit. So if you could help us, we would appreciate that. Ian Reed can be found at Ian Bloggs Hockey on Twitter. Hockey Jerk can be found at Hockey underscore Jerk on Twitter. And, uh, you know, you might find all three of us tomorrow night for the Pucknologist. I'm just saying. So with that, uh, final thoughts there, Ian. Final thoughts. Um, yeah, look at the, the Sharks. It's a good win for them. You you definitely again. It's about the. It's just about as much the process as it is about the wins. But they're going to need to be able to manufacture a little bit more offense because yes, they won by two goals, but two of those goals were empty netters. So mm-hmm. need to manufacture some offense. Jerky. Yeah, I, I thought considering all the drama around the team last week, uh, this past week rather, I thought the Sharks played a relatively good game. I even thought they had a good half a game against the Rangers. And I think, like you said, Ian, if they just stick with the process and keep doing what they know they're good at, I think eventually the wins are going to come. And, and you know, we saw Meyer get off the schneid. We saw Kane get off the schneid. I, I'm hoping that with those guys in particular, they're both going to play be playing with Couture for a while. I'm hoping the floodgates open for them and they can just tear it apart. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, that's it. We're going to wrap this one up. We will catch you after... My Sharks plays Jerks Yotes. Ooh. There you go. There you go. And no, we're not going to be putting a a whole jersey bet on this. There'll be none of that horse shit. None of that. (laughs) All right? Just saying. So whether you need your tart popped, your noodle baked, or your cake iced, we're here for you after every single game. Keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Have a good night, everyone. Catch you on Discord.